Thank you for joining into Life with Taylor Woods podcast. I'm so over my COVID-19 pounds, now what? Today, I'm gonna share with you 10 steps how you can reset your routine for this September and lose weight with just some small adjustments to your everyday routine. Before we reset our routine, it is critical that we acknowledge the problem. Six months ago, the world went into a panic mode and I went into survival mode. For me, it meant stocking up on food stables that just happened to include chips and chocolate, as I feared a global supply shortage was going to happen. I thought by buying more at one time, I was going to lower the amount of grocery store visits from weekly to just once a month. Seems like a logical plan, right? What went wrong was the feasibility of the plan. I assumed I had self-control. Within two weeks, it seemed that all the processed food was eaten. The quick fix of hunger, the sweet tastefulness, plus the minimum dirty dishes it created made it seem like a no-brain winner to me. And remarkably, by the third week of COVID shutdown, Girl Guy cookies came to light and were available for purchase. Little did I know that this easy access to additional junk food to satisfy my cravings was a slippery slope. When I went to order a pizza to support my local food um, establishments in my town, I was asked, would you like to add Girl Guy cookies to my order? And of course, I fell for the trap. But I told myself that I would bring them to work and leave them in my desk. This way, I wouldn't have access to them after work hours. And they might actually stand a chance to lasting the week. Part 2. Coming to terms with the realization that I have a food problem. It's now August and the three frozen bags of vegetables in that can of tuna I bought are still not eaten. And those Girl Guy cookies? Yeah, they're gone. I've officially returned back to work in a public sector setting, which means I have to go back to the realization that dressing nice for work is now a requirement. The only problem is fitting into those dress pants. I somehow let myself go on a four-month freshman college binge week, eating, drinking, whatever I please, without even thinking. And when it came time to put on those dress pants, well, I somehow thought magically I would just fit right back into them. Sadly, there was no miracle. I went to work that day in a dress. Deciding it was time for a change. When my workplace finally reopened to the public, I knew there was going to be comments, concerns, and questions in which I would probably be that person providing the answers back to our user groups. What I didn't expect was what happened from my seniors. As I was about to teach Aquafit for the first time in four months, I got greeted with the is that a baby bump I see, Taylor? I barely recognize you. Was it that guy you were hanging out with while you were on that patio? And I quickly followed up with, I'm not pregnant. 
ensuring awkward silence between them and me. Yes, I did gain 30 pounds in less than three months. And yes, my belly was sticking out quite a bit in my bathing suit. And heck, I didn't somehow manage to just gain weight in the stomach, the breasts, and my face, hence the pregnancy bod look, as what I have now referred to it. And for the first time in my life, I actually felt self-conscious about how I looked. And sure, I didn't mind the fuller breast look, but the belly really needed to go. This unfiltered comment made me think that I needed to change. Not just for my own health, but I need to restart my own routine and get back to what I was like four months ago. Part 3. Resetting my routine meant taking my own advice that I like to give to others. I'm constantly reminding my participants to drink water and if they want faster health results, they need to not only commit to exercise, but a better lifestyle routine. But yet, I was not even practicing what I preached. I fell off this. Heck, I was going to bed late, skipping breakfast, forgetting to pack a water bottle, let alone a lunch. And it was no wonder why I gained so much weight when I had to reflect on why I couldn't fit into my dress pants. Part four, the first thing I did to restart my routine. Step one, clean out the fridge, the freezer, and don't forget about the pantry. This should only take about 30 minutes to do, but it's a must. Either donate, throw away any unhealthy processed food that you still have left kicking around from pre-COVID. And if you're like me, just toss any foods that you think would give you cravings. Throw away any expired moldy food that you have found in your fridge. By doing this, this clears you a bit more space to reorganize and figure out what you actually have in that fridge. Next, you want to clear a space where you can, on your top shelf, put those healthy alternative snacks, and then a larger space on the bottom shelf where you could put your lunch for the next day or your meals prepped. Step two, make or buy a dry erase one month calendar and put it on your freezer or fridge. I know it seems a bit old fashioned to still use a physical hard one month calendar in this day and age, but trust me on this one. There's something really rewarding about tracking your fitness and writing down your meals on the calendar before each week. It also gives you a goal to aim for versus getting lazy and going into the freezer for ice cream, or like I like to call it, a meal replacement after a long day's work. Pick one day a week as your recovery day. Not a binge day, a recovery day. Start with this. For me, this means Thursday. Why Thursday? It's just I have nothing going on besides just work. You can eat a little bit unhealthy, but no high-intensity in exercises. Instead, use this time to do your laundry or grocery shopping, or what you 
else needs needed in your life. Second, use the calendar to track your fitness. Whether it's how many steps you've gone, how many runs, kilometers you did, or how many days a week you went to the gym. Just keep it simple. Next, write in those meals. I know for myself that I do like to eat out once a week, but what about those other six days? By deciding on your meals beforehand, this not only gives you a goal, what we talked about previously, but it also makes you automatically go straight to cooking the meal versus just thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner. For me, this is something that's actually improved my eating dramatically. And when I go to the grocery store, I'm not forgetting anything versus before previously, I would have to go and grab an ingredient. And sometimes this did slow down or cause me to snack on the way home from the grocery store on some unhealthy chips. Step three, don't overdo it in the first week back after four months of nothing. Adjust the reps and lower the weights for the first three weeks. I know three weeks seems like a long time. However, most of us didn't have access to gyms for four months. Trust me, lower the reps or lower the weights. Second, make sure you set realistic workout routine. Aim for three workouts a week to start with. If you like to work out more, I suggest adding one day of target flexibility or mobility balance. This will not only help with recovery, but also injury prevention. Thirdly, I have you ever tried an aqua-based workout? This is a great alternative for a high-intensity workout that has less impact on your joints. This could be as simple as swimming laps to trying more interesting classes like water Zumba, AquaFit, or if you're lucky, have an Aqua Mats class nearby. Step four, stop the daytime binge drinking and increase marijuana use. If you're lucky enough to be working from home, I'm here to remind you that we need to get back to drinking just water as we work from home. The reason for this is alcohol as well as cannabis can lead to affecting our daily routines, times to when we like to eat, um, our time we go to bed, as well as our emotions and our motivation to want to work out. So time to put a stop to this in your routine routine and get back to just drinking water. Step five, bring water wherever you go. I know this is really repeat thing everyone hears, but it's the truth. By packing water, especially during heat waves of the summer, this will not only make sure you're hydrated, but also helps reduce headaches, flushes out your system. So keep water in your backpack, or bring a water bottle, and usually there's fill-up stations somewhere. Step six, work out once a week with a friend. 
I know if someone else is joining me for a workout that I not only try harder, but it also dramatically reduces the chances of me skipping a workout or me saying, oh, I really need to do this in the house. That really is not that important. Find a friend that wants to work out with you just once a week for a month. This is four times a month that you guys are meeting up. And right now, due to COVID, not many people are going away on vacation, making this one a quick step. Next, pick a high-intensity workout to do together. If you don't have a bra sweat going and the underwear sweat going at the same time, it's probably not enough of a high-intensity workout to count. Also, you do not need to spend money to go work out with a friend. There's no need to go buy gym memberships together. And nowadays, we have YouTube video workouts. And if you don't feel comfortable doing a home workout with a friend, you can also try an outdoor setting. Lots of municipalities have outdoor fitness equipment that you can use, as well as additional hills or trail system that you can make your own workout as you do it outside. Step seven, go to bed early, even if you don't need to. It seems a straightforward thing to do. However, to many, this is the hardest. Resetting your sleep can be tricky and very frustrating, especially when you don't really need to get up early for work if you're working from home, that is. For the first week, try to just go to bed 15 minutes sooner than you would have. Next, take away an hour before this time. Put away the distractions, either the cell phone, emails, or say no to that next episode of Netflix. Use this hour as you time. My you time, I spend making my lunch for the next day. I know when I wake up the next morning and know I have a fresh lunch ready to go and I don't have to wait in that awful line at Tim Hortons to have some pre-made processed food, I will make this the best you time I've put into myself. Additionally, this hour includes putting out my dog. The reason why it's important to put out your dog before you go to bed, this is if she gets me up in the middle of the night to go pee, this disturbs my sleep pattern and often leads to me checking my phone, Facebook, email, oh, back to Instagram because at 2 a.m. Instagram is happening with COVID. So put out the dog right before you go to bed, pack that lunch, use that hour as you time. By going to bed early, you should wake up a bit earlier and have a bit more time to make breakfast or to at least try to get something nutritious in your stomach. Step 8. Local weekend adventures don't need to always include just drinking. The biggest temptation I find is my social group. If you can try to get your peers back into a healthy, active routine, you will notice an improvement within yourself really soon. Instead of going to someone's backyard and drinking, why not challenge them for to pick a different way to sweat on a weekend? 
This could be taking a hike in a nearby local provincial park, and if you're with me, getting lost on a trail, or renting paddle boards and just seeing how good everyone's balance is, or just something simple as a quick game of disc golf. Reminder, we don't need five course meals or a ton of alcohol to bring laughs. What we need is competitiveness, enjoyment, and this will create memories in itself. I know my user group and social groups have enjoyed a competitive game of disc golf. Step nine, long-term goal setting post-COVID. Despite no official announcements regarding to when we'll return to the normal life will occur, it is important that we work towards a healthy post-COVID life goals. This doesn't mean I expect you to run a marathon or just, you know, be jacked with a six pack by the end of COVID. But however, maybe just being healthy enough where when we are safe to travel internationally, we're able in Canada to really be able to climb those hills in Europe as well as the stairs. Step 10, reflect. This is the first time I've actually slowed down. I used to fill my weekends with nonstop events and have a go, 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 go. This allowed me to reflect on, does attending all these events really make me happy? Do I really need to register my child in all the sports and the piano and the dance? Or do you think having a little bit of a slower pace might actually be beneficial for our overall health and lifestyle and not lead to burnout? Moving forward in September, I am going to allow myself a bit more downtime. What I mean by this is I'm not going to try to fit so much into my schedule and I'm going to be prepared to say no. This is my advice to take 10 minutes and maybe it's even sitting down with your child and just asking them, would you just be happy with one sport for this fall? Or are you going to sign them up to for everything and have that go straight back into that go, go, go lifestyle? This brings us to our end of our podcast. I hope these 10 steps can help you to reset your routine for this September. Until next time, thank you for listening to Life with Taylor Woods podcast. Remember to continue to laugh, learn, and adventure. <laughs>